Hello and welcome friends to the latest and greatest episode of Sauce Talk. We have a great show for you Bill Kalish is here. If my temperature modules are to be trusted, it seems that there is a certain chill in the morning air these days. A quick gander at the calendar also supports my theory, fall has sprung. I hope everyone has a nice fall. Seasonal injury humor. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. It's time for another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk. And you know why? On the other line, why it's none other than Mr. Billy Cash. Bill, how you doing, buddy? Hi, Johnny. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Anybody ever call you? When's the last time somebody called you Billy Cash? Uh, I'm sure that Paul did at some point uh, when I was in Chicago for the draft. Um, like non-Paul division, probably you, maybe the last time I was on the show. Fair. Non-Paul and Johnny division, probably no one ever. No one ever. Although, I did recently, um, I signed up for, uh, my, my aunt, my aunt and, and uncle, I guess, um, bought a Sunday ticket and they shared it with me. And for some reason, I thought that, that meant that I needed to get a new, uh, Gmail address because mine is. You gotta hide your, your terrible stealing secrets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I I I uh, created the, the Gmail address Billy K Promo at Gmail dot com. Love it. So that's like Billy Cash is just you know truncated a little bit. Billy K Promo, just the whole thing might be a little bit better. Like maybe me and Paul <laughs> should update our priors and decide that. Oh, Billy K promo over here. That's well, I, I I decided after 15 years of having a Gmail address that now was the time to uh, implement my, hey, it doesn't make sense to have like a promo email address so that your regular email doesn't get swamped with bullshit you don't want. Uh, so, you know, 15 years later, I'm like, hey, what if it's Billy K promo? So now that at, that email address gets like three emails a week while my regular Gmail is like, 11,000 spam messages <laughs> just waiting to be cleared. Billy K promo does kind of feel like the sort of Gmail account you'd set up if you, right when you turned pro as a boxer. <laughs> well, that's also in the offing too. It's coming. It's, I, well, I mean, you got more. that, you got that. What is it? Steel jaw, the opposite of a glass jaw. You're just, you're taking them all day. Who gives a shit? Just come on, lay it on. Good stuff. Bill, I think it's time for first and unquestionably most important segment. Eat anything good lately. So yes. Hell yeah. I have eaten eaten good things lately. Um, And I was reviewing the, the options that I might have. Um. <clears throat> and here's what I decided, right? So it's a little, a little complicated. So I, I played in a, a golf tournament the other day for this charity foundation. Sidebar: Talk about your current golf experience. How many times have, how many rounds of golf have you played this year? Uh, three, three, and then three eighteen hole rounds, I believe. That and eighteen hole rounds, pretty much. Yeah. And then that's I, that's about did it. Did you ever play golf before law school? Yeah, I played. Um, I probably play, started playing when I was like 15 um, and played pretty regularly throughout 
high school. I didn't know this like, about weekly. You. Like I weekly did pretty similar stuff. I I don't know if you and I ever really talked about golf stuff. Were you good at golf? I don't know how good you are, but I'm better than you. And that might be. Uh, that was that was mostly just Daryl Strawberry from the Simpsons softball oh. episode. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but yeah, I'm better than you. <laughs> oh, the straw <laughs> and Ozzy. Um, yeah, Ozzy yeah, and the straw. I, we love them. When I was in high school, I probably played roughly once a week, maybe twice a month. Uh, I tried out for the team one time, not with any expectation of, of making it. Would they just uh, try out to write like mm-hmm. a good course around here? And you got to do it for like five bucks. And I was hey, like, oh yeah, no, I'll play. Anytime you want to offer me that, yeah, I'm there. Um, and I probably played a little bit when I was in college, but after that, it kind of, oh no, 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 no. I was in a league. I was in a league when I was working at, uh, Wegman's corporate. So that was like 06, 07, where we play once a week. But by then it was like not good. Mm-hmm. It was like, look, you can be bad, right? I'm not a good golfer. I, I don't shoot in the eighties. You know, back when I was golfing a lot, you know, I might shoot like high forties on nine, like a good, like a good round, like mid, like a 45, but like rarely, right? Like, so like your average bad golfer. Yeah. I, I could go out there and not totally embarrass myself. You move the ball, but I'm not good. Um, the, the, <laughs> the, the terrace between golfing, like in like, let's say the low fifties every time you, you shoot nine and like 65, that's a very like, this is a difficult thing to get over. And when I stopped playing in like 07, I was shooting like 63 every week and just fucking furious. And so I sure. didn't play for like yeah. 10 years. Good response. But now I'm back on three times a year. I, hey, uh, I, uh, did a lot of, I, I, it sounds like my peak was maybe a little better, but like there was a, couple of summers where I was legitimately out on the course, at least getting nine in five days a week. Oh God. And boy, yeah. you get good real fast. If you can, if you get the chance to do that. But then it, by like the first summer, like the summer after my first year undergrad, it all falls off. And as soon as it falls off and like now I, I go to the driving range, as I mentioned sometimes in the group chat mm-hmm. and I fucking crush the ball and it goes so far. But I know I got nothing else. I can't actually go out to the golf course and be like, let me hit all the shots. Like, no, I got one shot, which is swing as hard as I fucking can, and the <laughs> ball goes out like a rocket. That's all like I got. Mario and Mario Golf? Exactly. <laughs> <Maybe> like, <laughs> how about like hit a putt? Like, no. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up my ball. What, what's the maximum? 15? That's what I get. Yep, correct. Yeah. A gentleman's fifty. No one, no one. I'm, I'm not chipping it on the green. I'm not getting out of the bunker. Like I hit the ball. So I haven't been on an actual golf course in Jesus fifteen years. Oh really? Yeah, but like I, I, do it. I, I perhaps I should. I used to play a ton and I loved it, but uh, this stuff. I again, I didn't realize that you were like. Like I, we, I remember talking a little bit about golf with you, but I didn't realize you had played so regularly. I thought it, I thought it was a, an even more. I thought you were like casual, like I am casual now. That you were, you were much beyond that. Yeah, a little bit, but never any good. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I golfed, and after golf, I went to this restaurant. No way. You know, do you think that this is uh, good or bad that I pulled us off track and then you pushed us back on, but I'm the host? Like it's good. both ends were my fault, not picking it up. But now I think it's great. I, you would know, you like trying, to host the podcast? 
we we've already talked about our propensity to go long. So I'm just trying to insulate that and make sure that, you know, you don't have to cut anything because I want it all out there. This is director's cut. This is, this is, uh, Let me tell you, Ari Aster right? director's cut of Midsommar. It's be three and a half hours. Everybody listening at home, this is two uncut dudes. Wizard's hood, man, mm-hmm. or sleeve or whatever, whatever's appropriate for you. Yeah. Um, so may I, may I continue? Please, I, Shall I, I, continue? I, I'm thankful to have you doing it. Yes, please do. I, I don't want to be Pat Sajak here, but. Hey, you know what you um, really don't want to be? Pat Falk. Hey, oh. <laughs> hey, oh. Uh, so I went to this restaurant after, uh, the tournament to have a couple more beverages with my good friend Mike. Um, and I realized that I had not really eaten anything all day. So it was like, I got to get something to eat. Right. So I was looking at their menu and this place is like two blocks away from me. Um, I want it to be like my, my neighborhood cheers sort of vibe, but we're not quite there yet. Like it's maybe like, it's not like dirty enough. Like it's not divey enough, but it, we're, we're feeling it out. We're getting there. And the food's a little hit and miss, but I was like, I gotta get something. Alyssa had ordered something and asked me to bring it home. So I got this thing called a roasted corn crepe. And I was like, yeah, it sounds I like great. one of the, I like two of those words. Honestly, I like all three of those words very I, much. I, I, I know you're, uh, you know, we've spoken, well, you've spoken at length about your, uh, your, your joy of eating, you know, dozens of years of corn in one sitting, <laughs> uh, which yes, correct, uh, is eight, eight years of corn is way, way too much, um, false in one sitting, but I, all the power to you, right? I don't know how you do it. But I don't eat anything you. else. I, like for the week, like, <laughs> like, like, two before, hours in like either the direction. season's over. Like, what do you mean? Um, so this thing is on the menu it's called uh, a main. So I guess it makes a larger plate. It's called roasted corn crepe. And then it just says below it, local mushrooms, herbed rice, corn butter. As if we didn't say enough already, here's three more great phrases that are going to make you want to order this shit. So I get that thing instead of like a burger or whatever. And so I come home and I give Alyssa her meal. And I'm looking at the meal, and now I've got leftovers. They're more or less like glorified leftovers, really. It's a full, complete meal of leftovers. You know, uh, it traveled okay, but it wasn't, like, warm and, like, ready to go. So it's whenever I got to eating it, you know, a couple minutes after I got home, I was like, I got to spruce this up a little bit. I got to get it back to, you know, when it when it came out. So I decided that uh, I was going to try to do a little, a, little, a little shuffle, right? I warmed up the crepe. The crepe was like a big pancake thing, um, a little thicker than like you would normally expect a crepe. And it wasn't rolled over. It was almost like a pancake, um, which a crepe kind of is, but you know, this was flat. I mean, it's supposed to be notably different than a a pancake in some ways. Sounds like this is more similar to a pancake than you might have expected. Yeah. But it was savory, right? So I put that in the oven and I get that warming up. And then I'm like, this rice looks pretty good, but like, it's kind of cold. I gotta, I gotta. Can you, can you estimate what time of day it was when this was all taking place? Uh, eight o'clock, eight thirty. Okay. So not crazy, but you know, not dinner time. It's still, is it, it's fun to picture you running around the kitchen thinking of stuff to do with all your leftovers. Oh, that happens quite frequently. (laughs) Late at night. Yes. Like, like anywhere, like, you know, post nine o'clock to, to up till probably two on the weekends. Um, so I was like, I gotta, I gotta heat up this rice. The rice looks good. It's basmati rice. It's got some flavoring. Oh, yeah. It's got some herbs. Um, but there's nothing special about it. It's not colored or anything. It was like white basmati rice with some herbs in it. Herbed rice, 
right? So I go, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hit this, hit this shit with the pan, right? To warm it up. I decided that I was going to put it in. It was, I, I literally thought about this before it happened. I'm so proud that I did it. Um, I'm like, I bet if I put this in my cast iron, I get my cast iron like ripping. Oh boy. I could probably get some of this rice crisped up. Do you know, have you ever heard, uh, or seen, uh, a dish called Tadig? Nope. It's like a Persian or Iranian dish. It's, I, I mean, there's, it's everywhere. Uh, it was in, um, on Netflix. They've got, uh, Samin Nosrat, the, uh, Nosrat, which is just a very unfortunate last name. Um, she's a chef and she did that salt, fat, acid, yes. heat show. One of the dishes she makes in there is, is tadig. And it's essentially rice that you, uh, put like a heavy bottom, like Dutch oven type thing. Uh, and you cook it and then you just cook the shit out of it so that the bottom, anything in, in contact with the pan essentially like, like browns up and crisps. So that when you flip it over, you have this like almost like a like a flan of rice, yeah, like in a, a crispy dome. Bro, I got this rice to to totally tadig up. Like I burnt the shit out of it, but it was crispy and great. And then the rest of the rice was just warm. Oh my god, it was the best thing ever. I mean, the crepe was great too, but like the rice was clearly the highlight of of what happened. And it was all because of the magic of the cast iron man. It's. Gotta be tough for the crepe trying to come back and being like, I'm like the crispy thing. And you're like, not anymore. You aren't. Not at you, all. You, you, like, honestly, you're pretty unnecessary in all of this now that I did this cool ass rice thing that you did. It's definitely that they're like, I got mushrooms. I got some roasted corn. Yeah. Hey, 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 like, okay, well, it's tasty to yes. add to my crispy, but like, yeah, right. the crepe, what are you doing? You used yeah, to be great. useful, not anymore. Yeah. I watched that uh salt fat acid heat and I enjoyed it. Boy, don't remember anything from it. I, I, <laughs> you should watch it again. Maybe it's I should watch it again. Watch. And especially if they're if they're telling me how to make this rice. Sounds really good. I wanna have We've watched crispy ass rice rice. Probably five, six times. It's a it's a frequent flyer when we're like we're very bad at watching T well, my wife's good at watching T V, but as a couple we're bad at watching T V. Because we like to have sort of noise on, but not anything we have to intensely focus on. And so that's a, like a, a a reliable, let's just put something that looks pretty on the TV on. And that way we don't have to pay attention. So that's uh should give it a go. She makes a, a focaccia at one point. Oh, it's great. Uh, this is really the point at which we are going to depart from staying on topic and not running super long. But nope. uh, let's... Talk a little bit more about how you and Alyssa and me and Gina watch TV. Okay. Because I think we might be as diametrically opposed as possible and in a way that perhaps benefits you and is negative to me. So, uh, so that's, that's, you say you frequently will just put stuff on that's nice to have on the TV and you don't really pay attention. Is that correct? So we'll like pay attention, but it, it, and I, this is not her fault. This is my fault. She is very consistently like, do you want to watch something with some intention? But that almost always brings on a 45 minute time sink of what are we going to watch? What mm-hmm. do we feel like? So my move has, unless we have a designated, we're going to start this. We're going to keep doing this with like, you know, I heard this is good. Let's try to watch it. Um, I am. 
very likely to be like, I'm going to turn on YouTube and I'm going to start going through the YouTube channel. <laughs> and we're going to watch six minute videos of Babish making omelets. Now, and you're gonna now be what so happens when you okay. say that? Does that? She's usually fine. Okay. Uh, I will. No. Here, here's what's up. I have acknowledged many times before Gina as a non listener, but now I'm just putting it out there. Gina. Is starting to listen to most of the episodes, so about time. Ain't ain't no more bullshit here. I got I got to keep it real. <laughs> Gina will in no way accept if I'm like, I got some good YouTube videos. You want to do that? Yeah. She's like, no. I'll I'm gonna go to bed. If if that's what it's if that's what's up, I'm gonna bounce. And so that never happens. There was a time okay. when that happened. That never happens now. Now we exclusively watch things that we say we are both excited for. Do you have like a list that you guys maintain? Uh, not a list, but well we we do not collectively have a list. Do I have a okay. do I have a list on my phone of things that were like especially because right now is Gina's busy season at work, as we've discussed. And so like when we have a night that lines up, I'm like, do you want to watch one of these things? And the answer is not always yes. But Okay. <clears throat> I might be the worst person to watch television with. I require two things. First thing, one, nobody is distracted at all. If you look at your phone, I pause the TV. Love it. I'm not, I, because two, I'm going to pause the TV a lot to tell you some stuff I thought of. And you got to be ready. You got to be aware of what's going on. And and again, if you want to pause the show too, that's great. Doesn't come off. Doesn't come up a lot. Does this sound fun to you? So so you demand uh, strict attention from no. And and to be clear, I I leave my phone in the other room. Correct. So I would like I I am not asking anything. I'm not delivering. I deliver like even when I am like we make jokes about this. I'm always watching shit. When I, when I watch stuff by myself, a movie or a TV show, I watch it on my iPad in bed. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe perhaps that's not the most wonderful way to consume Christopher Nolan movies, whatever. Uh, but even when I'm doing that, my phone is out of reach. I sit there and I watch the fucking thing. Like, and, and sometimes I pause it. If I got to go to the bathroom, I pause it and go to the bathroom and come back. But I don't miss a second. But if you're like watching that. with me, I can pause whenever I want and tell you some stuff I thought of, even if it's jokes, even if it doesn't help you. It could be such bad stuff. This sounds terrible, right? It it certainly sounds interesting. I like I it. it there's a lot a lot of conflict there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I also like commentary, as everyone's aware. Oh, sometimes I, I just do the commentary without pausing, like right there. Really. You're but all over the place. I might, I might give you some good info. Like, I thought of a joke. Why would he do that? That's a good joke, right? How, so, so does she just like not watch TV with you? Cause that's what would happen if all of these we, things were happening we, at once. No, we watch In very selective TV together. You watch, you watch telemarketers? Uh, we, we started it <clears throat> and I enjoyed it. 
but I think we started it after watching something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe, because occasionally this happens, um, she'll either lead with or uh, if it's earlier, like if it's on a Sunday, well, pre-football, but like a Sunday in the summer where like there's a lot of TV time where like you're in front of the TV by like yeah. four o'clock. By the time you get to like six o'clock of not uh, of less intentional watching, she might be like, can we watch something like real? And then <laughs> it'll be like, oh, there's this thing like we watch the. God, what the hell was it? It was a HBO true crime doc about uh, the gay dudes dying in New York City, being killed in New York City. It was basically like cruising, only like 10 years later in real life. Um, uh, I tried to put that. That's always my go-to. She's yeah. like, can we watch something real? I'm like, yeah, there's this crazy fucking doc out on HBO about dead people. And then we'll try that. So telemarketers did get some run, but I think it was like a second a second viewing. So she's like, I got to go to bed. And like, fair enough. And then I watched it, but if it was the second viewing, I was probably uh, yeah. uh, uh, compromised. That That is a thing we watched. I, that is the most recent thing we watched together in its entirety. Okay. And so uh, we have... I some, remember you talking about it. And that's I really why liked I, it. I think that's why right. I got into it. I got to pick it back up. <clears throat> um, but yeah, the point of this is uh, I am bad to watch TV with. Bad to watch him. Well... If I go to the, no, not even true. I say that here, boy, should this podcast be mostly me complaining about myself? I'm going to, we're going to get beyond this after this, but I'll do one more. Uh, Gina went to see the Barbie movie with one of her friends. Uh, and I wouldn't normally mention less. It's not relevant in many circumstances, but in this circumstances, this circumstance, it is relevant. Her friend, uh, is a man who is, who is gay. And he likes Ryan Gosling a lot. And so they went to see the Barbie movie together and they had such a great time. And then Jeannie was like, Hey, you want to go see the Barbie movie with me? And I was like, yeah, let's go see Barbie movie. I'll see Barbie movie. And then uh, after the film, she was told me that she could feel the the distaste radiating out of me so hard that it legitimately uh, negatively impacted her viewing of the film. Really? Were you giving off bad vibes or was she... Anticipating uh, bad vibes. And but well, what an was. argument it would be if I said no. I was not giving off bad vibes. Gina's okay. an idiot. Uh, well, I mean, I wouldn't put that last part in there. I, but, but, yeah, but, I, but I, I mean, she she thought it, and I didn't like it. And okay, I so then yeah, so she was. So clearly, I was. And did I think that certain times I had funny things to lean over and say? Yes. Is this podcast about me being a shithead? That question's for you. No, no? absolutely okay. not. Bro, this is a safe space. Is it? Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to walk into another room and get punched in the face yet. So, I mean, the podcast itself, this this Google <laughs> Hangout thing, we're good. I, I think I'm getting a lot worse at watching watching stuff. How do, how do I get better at watching stuff? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. You should ask my wife. She, yeah. she so At some point, she clearly got frustrated with not being up on the hottest shit. And basically said that unless it shouldn't say it, this is just what the practice is. Unless it's something that I'd like stake a claim on, she just watches things on her own. 
She, she she already like, did that. Started this and binge this. Just crushed it. And I'm like, but I wanted to see that. Because I have this like bad thing where it's like, if she could remotely be interested in something, I should wait to watch it. So that's why I don't watch anything. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she's just tearing through everything uh, and being like, yeah, well, I already saw that one. You know, you know what I like about this? It could be that you got a little more of me going on than you want. Because that Alyssa behavior sounds a lot like Gina behavior, which is, you know what? I actually ended up just watching that all by myself. Mm-hmm. I, I actually knocked I that talk, one out. I don't, you see, the, the, the difference is in, in the, the upfront, right? Like your, your demand upfront before you start, you know, your, your various inputs is like, you will put your phone down and you will pay attention to this very specific thing. Me, I'm like, I don't really want to watch anything that requires me to pay, <laughs> pay attention for more than like 10 minutes. Like, I want to be able to watch, like, a wine video and then, like, you know, like, this the the, the, the national uh, tiny desk concert for the 35th <laughs> time. Uh, and then I want to be able to watch, like, you know, like, this architectural digest video that's, like, three minutes in some famous person's house. And then, like, I, I, I got ADHD. He wants to watch a narrative thing. Mm-hmm. And unless the only thing that I've been – well, actually, it, it fits well – is I, we have started uh, working our way through uh, John Wilson's great work. Uh, and so that works. If, the, if you think like that kind of scratches all the itches, right? Because it it's everywhere. That is another thing that Gina and I, 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 I guess we, I'm not technically incorrect, but we also watched that together. And uh, that's one. I, I was pretty good at shutting up for that because it's yeah. so good. Like if, if you say a word, you're missing 10 jokes. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's you so can't. fucking. You gotta let perfect. it wash over you. Yeah. Um, also, I generally agree with everything you said, except uh, for me, extreme uh, car seat headrest, tiny desk concert, instead of the national. I I, I will watch that tonight. It's I don't a, know it's that a I've really good that. one. I, that is the one I have definitely watched the most times at this point. Oh, really I didn't good stuff. Know that was the thing. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. that's on the list. I'll uh, watch hey, that tonight. Don't worry, we're only way into the podcast. As you said, you ate something good lately. It was a roasted corn crepe. Correct. It's now time for our next segment. Is nine eleven overrated? Uh, as a historical event, or as a uh, memorialization of a historical event. Dealer's choice. Okay. Um, as a historical event, uh, no. No, I mean, pretty clearly not. Um, is, I mean, arguably, is it, is, it the most, is it the most impactful thing in American history since the revolution? A lot of people died. A lot of weird laws got passed. A lot of money got spent. Uh, probably. Uh, as a, as a never forget, you know, uh, I'm going to use this term because I, I hate when other people use it. And so I've started to use it like aggressively as a virtue signal. Um, <clears throat> yeah, man, I, I, that's weird. It, here's the problem. Here's the problem with 9-11 by and large. Um, it's, it's similar to the problem with, uh, the flag and police. Uh, it's a little different than police, but like, even if we agreed just as a basic 
ignoring all the specifics, just a vague idea that these things are good, right? America's good. I live in America and life's pretty good. I mean, all things considered. Uh, and police. I, I live in America. Home. I don't want America to be bad. <laughs> yes, that ain't exactly, going to be good for right? me. Right? So all of those things. The problem is that, like, the worst people are the most gung-ho about it. And it, like, it, it, like, it would be like if, if all, like, the crazy never-forgetters uh, who were awful to anyone who had, you know, a little bit of brown in their skin for just uh, until today. Um, like, what if they came out against, like, brownies or, like, vanilla cake or, or, or for those things? Like, oh, fucking brownies. I probably hate brownies because those people are, like, they just drag everything down with how terrible they are. Uh, I, I agree completely. And this is an excellent illustration of how worthless the question of is blank overrated because you were never asking is whatever overrated. You're always asking, what do you think of person or group X's perception of the thing? Everything is overrated and underrated and properly rated if you ask the right person. But what we are really talking about is when you say is 9-11 is not fucking overrated to somebody whose dad died there or somebody who died in there, but it's extremely overrated if... uh, According to Rudy Giuliani or any number of ridiculous people who were like, oh, that's actually where I bread my butt, my butter, my bread. He said, uh, backwardsly. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a bullshit question, but it's also like, I think extremely illustrative. I, I think 9-11 on the whole by American citizens as a group overrated has to be. Okay. So, so that's interesting because I thought you were going to go a slightly different way. I've post internet, post discourse, right? What does post internet uh, mean? Uh, not not after the internet was created, but let's it's really like post social media, right? Where on mass everybody started using some form of social media, and you started to see more discourse, right? So. So regardless of whether the discourse is more toxic than it used to be or more prevalent than it used to be, it's certainly more plentiful. You see more of it. Yes, right? absolutely. So post that, whenever that is, 06, 08, 2010, 04, whatever the fuck. Um, I've kind of long thought that like everything's just properly rated, right? Because like to your point, that the market is always stupid. correct. That's what Bill says. And, 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 and that was going to be my next question is, is that a stupid thing to say that the market essentially speaks to whether something is overrated, underrated, or properly rated? But you threw in the perspective, right? So, so uh, to someone who uh, likes the Buffalo Bills, like someone who isn't me, um, if you ask them if Tom Brady was overrated, they would probably say yes, right? If you asked uh, me, who Tom Brady ripped his fucking heart out a handful of years ago, <laughs> I would say no. Tom Brady is underrated. Like Jesus Christ, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it really is a matter of perspective more than the market setting a uh, agreed upon consensus of, of rating because there is no such thing as fucking consensus. All we do is bitch at each other. Yeah, like the, I, I guess that's really the whole thing is you can't possibly grapple with this until you come to a consensus on how it is rated and why would you pretend you could do that? 
That's a very silly suggestion to be like, I'll just figure out how everyone in America thinks about this thing and come to an answer that's acceptable. Like, no, you won't. You you can't do that. That's impossible. Does a 9-11 truther think that 9-11 is overrated or underrated? Does I would, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, does Aaron Rodgers think that, that 9-11 is overrated? No. If I thought it was fake, I would say it was definitely underrated. It's way crazier if it didn't happen and they convinced everybody it did. Like that's, that's buck wild compared to like, yeah, like terrorist attacks happen and there hadn't been one in a long time and a couple thousand people died is like, the idea that they, the government said, George Bush was like, fuck everybody. I want to do war in Iraq. I'm going to blow up the, t- the Twin Towers. And I, then I get That'll to do my him. fun war and I get to jack off about how cool it is. Like, that's way crazier than like, they didn't like all your bases over there. And so they flew some planes into your buildings. It's like, that's, that that's probably happens point. occasionally. Uh, you know who thought that, uh, 9-11 was underrated. I'm ready. My, my, what was I? I was a sophomore. So my sophomore, uh, introduction to film teacher who, uh, so 9-11 happens like nine o'clock. That class started at 10. It's 9-30. The second plane hits. I'm like, I think I have to go to, I don't know what to do. I like, it was the weirdest fucking thing ever. Right. So I walked to class, which is not something that, uh, that I was all, all that good at <laughs> even back then. Uh, and I get there and he's this like, like, he kind of looked like Hemingway, big white beard, like a hat on. And he was a film teacher and he made us watch all this old bullshit. Uh, but he was not having any, uh, like the, the tremors of what had happened in, in the, a class of probably 60 or 70 people. He was not here for like, Hey, are you guys okay? He was like, chop, chop, chop. Now listen, you're going to pay attention. We're going to finish this class. And like, he was, oh no, we're talking about, you know, occurrence at Owl, Owl Creek Bridge today. I was like, do you know what movies you had just watched or whatever? Oh, God, it was it, it might have been Owl Creek Bridge or it might have been, uh, the intro to Rope. It might have been the single take <laughs> intro to Rope. And he was like, we are listening, we are talking to this. And then like, by the time I got back to my dorm at 11.15 or whatever, an email had come out and been like, no, you idiots, we're canceling school for like the rest of the week. <laughs> but he was like, no. <laughs> so may, uh, maybe he was the, maybe he was like the 22nd hijacker. Sounds like it. Yeah, if I had one guess, that would be the guess. Uh, good job handling the is 9-11 overrated segment. All day. I, I had considered that for a while and then I was like, this is, I don't think most people will engage this. And then I was like, you know what? Bill will be on the podcast again eventually. And then <laughs> it was legitimately a coincidence that we just had 9-11. And I was I like, was all well the better. Done. Good time to do the segment. I'm excited. Uh, it's time for our next segment. Any number of ways we could describe this segment. I'm going to call it, what song are you adding to the playlist uh, you might also call it I Like This Better. We appreciate the good work of Matt Schmidt keeping the podcast. I had such a good run. Keeping the playlist going on Spotify. But I am going to quickly say I am done explaining the rules. And I mean this very sincerely. If you are listening 
and you're catching up on the podcast and you're like, I don't understand how the playlist game works, message me. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not going to walk through it anymore. But message me. I'll tell you what's up. Uh, the main thing that's going to happen here is Bill is going to give us a song. He likes it, this song that he's going to give us the most on the playlist. But first, before we get into that, we have to very quickly discuss the last song added to the playlist. Uh, I don't know what the name of it is. I don't know what Final Fantasy game it's from. It's from oh, one of yeah. them. I skimmed the song. It sucks. Whatever. Uh <laughs> Bill, I know you had nice things to say about this song. Is that correct? Yes or no? One word. Not no. no. You're being cross-examined. That's right. correct, right? You had nice things to say about. Wow, this. that was a, that was a good cross. Uh, Again, sure. with the complete refusal to play by. Okay, go ahead. Say what you want to say about the song. You have uh, twenty seconds. I really more said that I know it. And that I understand that in Pat's world it is a landmark. In Pat's world, that's 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 all we need right there. In work of of video game music because it is something of a actual song. Um, I can't speak to it being good. I don't really remember what it sounds like other than the occasional like choral uh, Sephiroth, like that sort of vibe, like in the background. <laughs> I think that happens. I think that's the song he's talking about because you're fighting that dude at the end. Uh, but like, I like, there's a melody. I guess he said, like, I don't remember that shit. But you know what? Let's all take a moment and appreciate Pat for somehow naming a song with a melody. <laughs> really good work. We should all be so we should all be so lucky as to somehow manage to do that. But hey, that's not the point, Bill. Uh, well, no, one more thing. Uh, well, no, first off, I understand you have a song. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. <clears throat> I also understand that I recently was told by Gina Rochelle that she messaged you on Instagram and wanted to know the song and you refused to tell her. Correct. You know, I, I figured that someday I would get on and. Uh, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that. Come on. I mean, that, that's baby. such respect for the game. Good job by you. Well, good job by you. Yeah. Um, I, dude, I've spent a good amount of time. It's been a while since I've been on the show. So I'm like, at some point here in the next couple of weeks or months, I'm going to end up on the show. And, and this, this list has gotten like quite intimidating. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, um, Pat <clears throat> said that all the songs except for Love Fool sucked. Or he had no, he had no qualms. That's because Pat's a beating them. I, I, I was thinking. blown away. I thought we have so many good songs on this. Podcast. We have so many great songs. Love Fool, great song, great, I, including Love Fool for sure. Yeah, um, there's a lot of bangers on this list. Uh, and obviously the 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 elephant in the room is the is the the two off. This yep. must be the yep. place. And so I was kind of like I've been thinking that's a, that's a big sticking point. Like I so I don't know if we've talked about this. I think I've mentioned it. Um, a friend of mine. Uh, we have like a little group of four dudes that, you know, been friends for a long time. We do a lot of music, talk and listening. Um, and he challenged all of us last year or whatever to come up with our hundred, like our top 100 ever. This and he has challenged come it up, but I forgot it. This is really cool. Yeah. Apparently he, like he's, his has been done for like a year. Ranked somehow. I have no I idea have how So much to ask. Right. 
I've been over the course of the year and a half or whatever that I've been working on it, I've essentially been uh, ripping through songs, my vast library of bullshit on shuffle. And when I hear something I like, it goes into a short list. I think my short list last time I checked was like 600 songs. So this has significantly even, affected like your music listening experience, trying right. to get in line with this crazy game your friend gave you. Yes, trying to winnow down, but you see how it dovetails very but, nicely with but, with this hey, game. Yeah. So it's like, look, this must be the place. Is like a, it got to be a top tenner for me. It's got to be in whatever version. And I toyed around with the idea of maybe I have to punt by putting on the American Utopia version, which is <laughs> absolutely excellent. Uh, but I thought that was cheap. And so I've been thinking about it and I've had some other, um, candidates that I like felt pretty good about that I thought like brought the right vibe. And, uh, it's interesting, right? Because the transition is like, it seems like people aren't really one upping each other, right? So like the closest we had to a one up was like night moves comes out and it's like, it's very much in like a school of like Americana classic rock, like greatness. Mm-hmm. And then so it's like, the trump card on that is like, well, I'm going, God only knows, bang, right? Now where are we going? I feel like this group uh, of songs has been a little more like, can I not pivot, but sort of slide off to maybe something that's not quite the same genre or quite the same wheelhouse, Absolutely. but is of equal quality, right? So the other night I was uh, listening to records with my wife and I settled on a song that I had not heard in quite some time. It's not very obscure, uh, but I just hadn't listened to it in a, in a few months, probably. I put it on the vinyl, uh, and my song is uh, the 1986 smash hit from the multi-platinum album, So. It's Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel. Oh, boy. And so I turn it on. And I mean, first off, it's a 10. It's a 10. It's an A++. There's so much cool shit going on in this song. But right away, I'm like, this isn't my favorite song ever, but I can't tell you a song I like more than this. Like, it lives in this weird world of, like, its own thing. Like, I don't know what sounds like that song other than maybe some, like, Harry Styles ripoff bullshit. There's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. It was good stuff, but it was, it was, we knew what yeah. it was. He really rode that to, to a, a new level. No, I think that's a fantastic choice. I think you should be extremely pleased with it. Um, and also as like a large anthem to put on this playlist, I, I, it, there's, there's not a lot of stuff up there like that on this playlist right now. And I think it's good. it's going to be a thing that people have to think about. Like we, I don't we feel have... like anyone's going to feel like they're trapped, right? No. Like people have so many places to go, but it just sits like in its own little pocket of like, like oh, yeah, the bass and the horns and Pete. The 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 moment you say the word, you just hear that you hear that in your head, and that's good you see stuff. the chickens, <laughs> the chickens doing the dance. Uh, I think it's a great choice. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about the song before we move on? Uh, just you know, look if, if if you haven't listened to it in a while, give it a go. But try to find yourself like a good 
a good medium to hear it. Good speakers, some good headphones. Really, uh, get in there. Uh, I am going to. I think that's great advice. I'm going to continue with the rule that we announced last week, which is once we get past ten songs on the playlist, there are two new songs on the playlist each week. So I I think we have it all lined up. I'm going to tell you what my song is now. When you said Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel, I'll be honest, it gave me pause. Because I do have to list a song that I, I say I like better. And I'm confident I like it better than everything before. I thought about it. I'm cool with everything. I'm still happy to list this. Beautiful. My song is Bustin by Neil Cicerica. I mean, Bustin, a, a total, Bustin a makes total me feel classic. good. It's a, a really to, good song. A total classic. I just sat here and I thought if I was laying in bed with my headphones on and I heard Sledgehammer by Peter Gabriel and then I heard fucking Bustin, I'd be like, I'm happier listening to Bustin. And so that, that that's my standard. Now, by no means do I suggest that should be everybody's standard. But in my head, that's how I decided and that's how I knew it was the right choice. So you you gave me like a little segment, a little little bit of a little bit of lyric there. It this is not. Could, could you repeat that? Bustin makes me feel song, good. Yeah, is Bustin, this Bustin, Bustin, Ghostbusters? Bustin. Well, I mean, it is. It it uses the original. I thought Ray track. Parker got. I thought Ray, Ray Parker got Wait, sued by Huey Lewis. Ray Parker. <laughs> or, or he stole shit, so people can steal from him. <laughs> Still from you, still from me. That's what I've been told. Everybody does. Everybody <laughs> fucking does. So yeah, he got he got stole from hard. But Bustin makes me feel good. Da 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 da. All that other stuff. It's one of the best songs. And I checked before we started. It's super illegal, but it's on Spotify. I don't know why. What do you mean it's super illegal? Like, this is not like... Well, you know how Ray Parker Jr. wasn't allowed to steal this song? So was this guy not allowed to steal this song from Ray Parker Jr. YouTube video. But it's on Spotify. Uh, It's one of the best It also appears to be on OKPlayer.com, so... (laughs) You know, that that website might come up in a later topic we are going to discuss. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm gonna have to check this. I'm gonna can I add it to? So I'm I'm also keeping the list uh, for for us Apple Music uh, well, listeners. Yeah, I is Bustin I, on here? I have no Bustin. idea if it's on Apple Music. I, I was honestly, I thought I was like, I want to put that on the playlist. I was like, ain't no way it's on Spotify. Uh, I typed in Bustin. Yeah. I an apostrophe. Uh huh. And the first thing to come up is a song called Bustin. 
by the Neil Ciceriga archive. That's so exactly how it comes up on Spotify. And then, and then the ne- the next option, the next result is Nicki Minaj's bussin. So you know, it's basically the same thing. I would like to change my song. <laughs> uh, it's Nicki Minaj and Lil Baby, so just make sure that you don't want the ASCAP people calling. I, I strongly prefer Lil Baby to Da Baby, so this works for me. Oh no! Oh no! I just accidentally added Bustin uh, to my to my library. Uh-oh. Oh no! It's just playing next. It's a really good song. Um, is it better or worse than uh, Alex Cameron's uh, whatever the hell? Well, I, I don't know, uh, by the definition, according oh, I to me, it, yeah, so it has to be better. But I will be note, better. Alex Cameron didn't play "Running Out of Luck" at the show I went to. Yeah, at the end, now, it, it, it's kind of a weird tour. He acknowledged that it only exists because a bunch of people canceled on, this is weird, Billy Idol's nationwide tour. Who Billy were, like, Idol, supposed like, to, Billy like, there's Billy like, Idol, like, like yeah. Cradle of Love, Billy Idol. Yeah, like, people who were supposed to, like, three different people who were supposed to open canceled. And somehow Alex Cameron got asked. And then he was like, obviously, yes, we're not famous. Yeah. And, but then they were like, you cannot do other shows in cities where we're doing shows. And so he just made up a little tour. And I guess Billy Idol does, isn't coming to Chicago. So he came. But it was like him and the saxophone player. No full band. Nothing. And it was a weird show. It sounded it sounded like it was a weird show. Yeah. And uh at the end he was like uh we don't have a green room. So we're not doing an encore, but like we're going to turn the lights off for like 30 seconds and then we'll, they'll come back on and you can pretend to be surprised. And then that happened. And they played a song and he's like we have two songs left. What do you want to hear? And I just thought running out of luck was the last one. And I was yeah, like, was was locked in. Running out of luck, and somebody else shouted it too. And then some other idiot shouted K hole, and he played K hole instead. And then he played their last song. All his songs are fucked up. Uh, but then uh, he played the last song. He never played running out of luck. It was bullshit. If I go to Alex Cameron, um, I don't remember. But if I go to Alex Cameron's like Apple Music page, his you know, and they do the same Apple Music and Spotify are the same fucking thing, right? Yeah. Same format. You know, here are our most famous songs, blah blah blah. Is Running Out of Luck the first song listed? I don't think I'm not so. asking you factually, like would it be your expectation? I think that, the answer is no. That would be. If okay. I pull it up, I'm pulling it up right now. Um I'm gonna do so as well. Honestly, running out of luck isn't in the top five. But it's my favorite. Okay, and that, hey man, that's totally cool. Ain't no, ain't no problem with that. Uh, running out of luck uh, on on Apple is uh, the fourth listed song. Is "Strangers Kiss" number one for you? That is no, that is number three. These are actually really different. Candy May is number two. Candy May's five on Spotify. And then Big Enough is number one. Big enough isn't even on the fucking list here. Oh yeah, no, because the, Apple Music is a little, a little janky with this. Uh, if someone features mm-hmm. 
on something, oh, uh, it yeah. will still show up in there. So you, if and, you go to like Father John Misty, yeah. his fate, like biggest song on Apple Music is the song that he did with Lana Del Rey earlier this year. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, because no, all the Lana heads are there. Very similar uh, on Spotify in a different way. Uh, Stranger's Kiss is the number one song, but Angel Olsen is featured on that. So I'm sure it's just a bunch of runoff from an actual more famous mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. And Spotify doesn't care, but Apple Music does it a different way. And so my song is his best song. Maybe he doesn't even know it. Who knows? Uh, it's time for our next topic, Bill. You excited? I'm dude, I'm stoked. It's time for me to ask, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? <laughs> um, I'm bringing Louisiana brand hot sauce. With the yellow label? With the yellow label. Oh, hell yeah. That's okay. good stuff. And, and here's why. Um, I am a uh, basic hot sauce guy. Um, not really looking for a lot of heat, more looking for the acid, cayenne pepper based, uh, you know, can you get me close to a Frank's while being a little off of what a Frank's is? Mm-hmm. Give me some Frank's are, in there. Yeah. Frank's are wings, right? So like Frank's, Frank's is wings. So I'm something just a little more Tex-Mex, right? And so that means that I buy all sorts of weird, famous, but off-brand hot sauce, Whenever I'm out of hot, I, totally functional. I don't collect them. I don't have like a pantry full of hot sauces. I have a bottle of hot sauce yep. and then there's a bottle of Frank's. And so like I've had like Texas Pete's, right? Or like, uh, uh, Valentino is like one of the, the ones, uh, like the, the ones in the, with all the Mexican food. They're like, this one gets its own shelf separate from the rest of the hot sauces in the store. Um, but man, Louisiana brand hot sauce. I keep coming back to it because it's sort of like it's like the classic version of what I'm looking for. That isn't Frank's. That, that's exactly what I want. I want Frank's only off Frank's in Louisiana. Louisiana's like, oh, yeah, no, I got that. That sounds like the stuff I. Uh, uh, I recently started purchasing uh, different varieties of co-op sauce. From a local place here in mm-hmm. Chicago that do that just does hot sauces, and like we, I think we've purchased four different ones so far. And there's one that's like peach. It, it's mm-hmm. re, it's it's hotter than regular stuff, but it has some peach flavor to it. And like this is for the for the real ones, the real super fans of sauce talk. You remember a previous episode? I talked about how I've been loving the. Egg in the hole slash yes. frog on the floor. I am dumping that peach hot sauce <laughs> all over that every time. It's so good. But even then, I am absolutely with you. Like there is a time and a place for an adventurous thing. And then sometimes you just want, give me that tangy hot sauce. The OG. And that's all yeah. I need. And so like I, just as you're saying, like there's the standard co-op sauce is even with me dumping the peach thing all over stuff, the standard one is still the most used in the house. Gina uses it the most, and I use it almost as much. It, it kind of goes it's on so everything, good. right? Yeah, like it's so good. Mac and cheese, potatoes, 
you know, it's not the whole thing. It's like little, like I'll take a plate of fries and go whoop, whoop, whoop. So yep, some yep, of the fries yep, yep. have the hot sauce on. It's great. So what really sealed it, I, I, I've been thinking about this because I haven't really had a lot of like really kick-ass hot or uh kick-ass sauce recently. There was the weird McDonald's chutney that I talked to you about <laughs> uh before, the, the tamarind chutney that tastes like McDonald's hamburgers. Um wasn't bad, but you know, it was weird. Uh And so I had recently bought, a bottle of Louisiana brand hot sauce. And I was like, oh, this, this is a good shit, right? So then I'm uh, hanging around on Instagram, as I'm known to do, uh, and just consuming reels that I don't need to see. And uh, or maybe it was a it was a, a tweet on Twitter.com. Uh, but someone said something about, someone shared a clip, like a two-minute clip, minute and a half clip, of the rapper Vince Staples. Do you know Vince Staples? I'm a fan, yes. Okay, so I don't know Vince Staples, other than that he's a rapper, and I, I, I checked tonight, tonight, uh, he was at, uh, Lollapalooza 2016. He's on our There post. you go. There you oh, go. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, I know the, I know the name, right? But I don't know any of the songs. It's pretty much my best friend. So this, these, this video is like his clips of like Vince Staples being like the shit. And it was him like during interviews, just giving the best answers. Yeah. 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 And the, the, the clips lead off with him at Coachella, I think in the Coachella, like, the, like the media girl who's doing like the, I don't know, pay-per-view or whatever, the web show interviews, asks him if he's afraid of going to jail or something. And he goes off on this whole thing about how, how he doesn't do anything bad enough to go to jail. And R. Kelly's been pissing on a little girl for like a decade <laughs> and he doesn't go to jail. And this was before R. Kelly was in jail, but like he was like, what are they going to do to me? Like I, like they, he's pooping on people and nobody says shit. Uh, and then it just from there, it goes crazy. Right. And it's just all sorts of funny Vince, Vince Staples quips. But in one of them, someone says, Vince, it's like either a two or three question little thing, but it's like, what's your favorite hot sauce? And he goes, anything that says Louisiana on it. Hell Very, yeah. There you go. I was like, you know what? You Me win. Vince Staples, we're cool. I fucking love so it. I'm going to download his shit too. I should have, I should have picked a Vince Staples song that I had <laughs> never heard before to put onto the list. I love it. Okay, Bill, it's time for final segment. I would love to discuss our individual and collective music piracy history. I mean, there's a lot to discuss. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I, I wonder if my first impulse is, is there like, I wonder what the age with the, with the age gap here is is going to be. I I'll tell you that I uh before we recorded tonight, I met Gina for a drink and I told her I was going to do this and we instantly found that she and I had major age gap stuff. Despite like I, it, and it I, I feel so like so rapidly in yeah, such a condensed yeah, exactly. period of time that like our experiences have to be vastly different, right? So like my, if we're being strict with it, right? So back in the day when I was probably 12, 13, when did Dookie come out? 1993, maybe 95. I was going to say 95 or something in that range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like back, even back then. So like, yeah, I was probably 12, 13, 14. Like you would get like a dub of a tape. Did you ever get like, Dub tapes, like cassette tapes. I got nothing on this. But you would like a lot of uh, cassette players 
had uh, two, you know, two tape decks and you could play one and record the other and literally make a copy of the tape. And so you would like share copies of, of albums with friends, like just, Hey, do you have, uh, I remember I had Dookie and, uh, Stone Temple Pilots purple. Uh, and then like, it was like that fit on like three quarters of a cassette tape that my buddy, uh, burned for me. And then there were like four other songs after it, including Big Papa. It was sweet. It was a great tape. <laughs> Here's a special gift for you. Yes. You ever heard this song? Uh, I definitely recorded songs off the radio. Okay. Did that. But I did not have any friends. No. I was very cool at every age, whatever age you're thinking of. But at least in Avon, we were not ripping tapes for each other. Okay. Um, definitely recorded stuff off the radio. Absolutely. Without question. Um don't know that I ever – so there were people that I knew that had CD copiers, burn CDs, before that was, like, what people did. Like, when we just had CDs and CD players, mm-hmm. like, the computer wasn't involved, right? Like you had a CD player, and you listened to it that way, and so you couldn't make a copy. You just – like, you let someone borrow it or whatever. But at some point, there were pre, pre-computer, maybe just early computer adopters – you could copy CDs. And I never got in that game. But by the time I went to college, uh, was right when like broadband internet was like taking off, was like as Napster started to blow up and all of the, which we're going to talk about, all of the various, uh, virus in- inducing platforms, uh, that came after that. But like that whole, like the birth, the birth of problematic music piracy, like <laughs> happened when I got like first got kick-ass internet in my own computer and lived on my own. So like a lot of stuff for a very brief period of time. I think I am really struggling to remember this, but I remember. I I think I remember. I had a like stereo in my room that had a CD player and a cassette recorder in the same device. Mm -hmm. And I would try to do it, but like the volume, like obviously it could not rip CDs. That would be, that technology was years away. Mm -hmm. But like if I could try to record a tape while the CD was playing but it would come through at like 10% volume. And I think it was literally like the CD speakers were playing the sound and it would reflect it was, back and try to, and something, some tiny thing got through to the cassette, cassette recorder. But like, even for me then, and like the alternative is I will never hear this song again, even though it's my favorite song. It was like, this is garbage. I, I'm recording over this instantly. Like yeah. it, it just didn't work, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't zero. It just wasn't, wasn't, it just enough. wasn't enough. Yeah. I feel like, so by the time you went to college, like the, the ripping MP3s was like well established and like, that's what we do. Uh, I don't think you'll like this. 
So let's let's start with this. What year? What was your first year in college? Uh, fall of two thousand. Okay, so this is not a big difference. My first. My, no, it's probably three years, right? I was fall of two thousand three, yeah. but yeah. Uh, maybe I was a little more online than you. But uh, if if I tell you that I was downloading uh, MP3s off of. I don't know. I, I know one word here is good. I'm not sure about the second word. I'm going to say FTP servers. Does that yep. mean anything? Yep, okay. For sure. I, I, so when I was in high school, I would go online. I would, I, I don't really remember how I would find stuff, but I would find weird FTP links and they would send me to stuff that was like you could download a song. It's, this is not even peer to peer stuff. It's going to take like an hour. I, it's so it's just some, I, here's a, here's a question. What does FTP mean? I know it's not HTTP. It's, like, it's a it's, different it's thing. It's like file transfer protocol. I, I use these. So I was doing that use, shit. Yeah. Did, did you ever use the website audio galaxy? 1000%. Yes. So, so I have looked. So ever. So whenever I've had this some version of this conversation a few times, right? And obviously Napster is always the big touch point. I was never really a Napster guy. Um, I used some of the other peer-to-peer stuff. So like there was Morpheus, there was LimeWire, um, there was Kazaa, and they were all problems. Like inevitably, my computer would melt down after like two, three weeks. But Audio Galaxy was it? It wasn't even like a weird piracy thing. It was just a like I just remember it being a website. Mm-hmm. That like it had like articles like they were like yeah they they would write it tried about to tell you I what the good heard. music was and and bro let me tell you I, I can think of a, a handful of bands that like the only reason I know them is because of Audio Galaxy I've never heard them outside of that context and at least one record that I'd love it was very clearly like this weird Audio Galaxy thing that just. It was like, hey, if you like this, you should check this out. And it was amazing. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what's the most interesting thing about this. I mean, I guess you can always come back to the basic, uh-oh, Johnny being media studies major. Like, the medium is the message. Like, it tells you what to do. The way you get the stuff is also the stuff. And mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're never going any other way. Uh, FTP servers were, I, I really think servers is the wrong word. FTP whatever. That's where I started downloading music. I got a bunch of stuff off there. It instantly shifted what I was listening to. And then, uh, this would have been, you you said you started college in 2000, is that correct? Mm-hmm. I uh, would have been a freshman in high school in 2000. And we had a keyboarding class. And mm-hmm. we would people would be in keyboarding class. And then we would all type our shit. And we'd finish it. And then everybody, I'm not making this up, would download download Napster on the computer that they were using and just start downloading songs and then plug headphones into the computer and listen to their songs and then like elbow like look how cool my song is 
to yeah. try to show off who knew the coolest music. But like, no doubt whatsoever, you know it's a good idea. Download Napster on a school computer and then download music on it. And it would like if you got if you got an entire like. Do you remember how you you could right click on the song and be like preview file? That's all you were really getting because you never got to download the whole song because it took fucking forever. I never even thought to do that, but yes, because yeah. it did. You would like, I would find songs that I wanted to like eventually hear and you just click and like walk away. You'd have like 40 going yep. at once and just hope that it would cascade. And after you did it for a while, you'd find that like the record companies or whoever were putting bogus tracks on. So you had to preview the file because it's going to take you an hour to download it. And you're like, this is at least the real song. And you're like, shit, this is one of those things that like it plays the first five seconds over and over and over the whole way. Bullshit. And you'd have to throw it out. Yeah, there were definitely some weird stuff and then there was the mislabeled stuff. But that was sort of like the I guess what like really went like crazy about it is I you know, I had the internet at home, we had dial up and everything took forever. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to college, it was like a T one line. And so it was just like Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, you know, what I have now, but it was like, you could download a song in like seven minutes. So it'd be like, I just, every good song that I can ever think of, I'm just going to download <laughs> and put into one playlist. Like, and- my whole evening is how many, like every night I get 30 new songs in yep. a month. I'm the biggest music fan who has ever left. The best. Yeah. So it wasn't like, I don't know, somewhere along the line, it became piracy right like it's never i guess it's never really been anything other other than that but like it really did seemingly flip from a culture of bootlegs and like sharing things with people and it arguably uh growing a band's footprint Mm -hmm. to like just taking all their money right so it's like why would i give you money for any of these things that you're doing and the best that we could settle on which is an incredibly appealing consumer product is what if you gave me $10 a month and you could listen to any song ever, whatever you want at a very, very good quality. Who look like I, I try to be very, very good about buying physical media uh, directly from the artist When I can, the people that I'm like, yo, I know Jeff Rosenstock probably played 250 shows last year. And he probably made like a hundred grand, which isn't nothing, but damn, that's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, so like I try to buy as close to the source as possible but I also have that luxury. I know a lot of people are like, no, I need music and I work a job that does not allow me to buy more than, you know, an album a year. Mm-hmm. And so now nobody, nobody can make any money unless they're Beyonce and they make like all the money or Taylor Swift. She's like, I will, I'll make a billion dollars this year. Grizzly bear, you guys broke up because you couldn't pay rent. It's a really weird situation. And there's always been the, well, this gets you the attention, but then what, what make the attention be money? How do you do that? Nobody can do it. And what's really rough about it is the obvious scenario would, well, an obvious scenario would be, uh, 
pay pe- pay artists based on how like everybody should throw their money in a pool and then you pay the artists out based on who gets listens to listen to but it's just going to be the famous people that's that that's only worse that means you really exclusively only pay Beyonce and Taylor Swift and the Foo Fighters, like the, the Foo know, Fighters, like, yeah. and literally everybody else. Like, like you, you, you think it's bad now. You see all this stuff. Like, it is such a regular thing that this is so broken. It's like, look how I got. I had all these lessons. Look what it is, boy. You know, it's it's going to be one cent if we and switch it to yeah. yeah. It's well, and stuff. I've heard I've heard people talk about how and I guess look at whatever the market. Uh, but it used to be that, you know, like you toured to support the record so that people would buy the record so you get paid. And somewhere along the line, it became, oh, yeah, no, if you can't tour and sell merch like you just you, you literally don't make any money. Like, you, like, like listens we'll will never do anything. Hours. Listens are entirely a thing that exists to get people to come to your concerts. So yes. you better talk people into the idea that it's something special when you come to town. It's such a bummer. Uh, I wanted, but yeah, thanks for music piracy. Hey, hey, we ain't even done. Did you, how, how far did you push past Napster? Uh, the peer-to-peers that were... Oh, I got into... So, so Napster happens, lawsuit happens, they shut Napster down. Yep. The other peer-to-peers uh, are out there, but they're like shitty and you end up with an infected computer and it's useless. So the whole thing kind of no, collapses. Oh, oh. It, is that, was that your experience or is that what you thought happened? No, that was my experience. I, and, and many experiences of people around me. I, I used a lot of these things. You didn't have issues ever? You want to You're talk full to of shit. I got to do. I can see you. There's a camera. Now, were were there issues ever? Yes. Did I also get a lot of good music? Yeah. That's fine. Sure. Do you, you want you want to name any names? Who who are you on? I used. Wait, wait, wait. You mean now? Uh, I am not illegally downloading music in twenty. Okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah. no. No. So it was. Uh, I dabbled with Napster, and then there was Audio Galaxy, but then it was. Morpheus, LimeWire, Kazaa, uh, those were probably, th- th- there was, I feel like there's one other big I got one, one more. Are you ready for it? Yeah. How about BearShare? Oh, uh, did I, I don't know that I BearShared. BearShare was my favorite, but I also used Kazaa and LimeWire in addition to the Audio Galaxy and Napster we previously discussed. And, and so th- those were fine, but you, you run into the same issue, right? Like the weird, Broken up file or a shit rip or, or something. That, lies. There'd yeah, be yeah. so many songs like this is Weird Al's funniest song. And it would be like, <laughs> I love to fuck tits. Like, like the stupidest shit you ever heard. Like this <laughs> isn't a Weird Al would never do this. Those it was Morgan Moore's greatest hits. There was like the... Uh, Fish does gin and juice, and it's yes, like shut the yes, fuck up. Yes. All of you need to stop talking. Makes no sense. Um, so for a while, for for at least for me, um, I I had a, a solid, you know, download, you know, what a hard drive filled with music where my computer didn't melt down, 
Uh, but I kind of stopped downloading things, uh, until I found out about like Pirate Bay. Pirate Bay? Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. And so then I did some torrent stuff for a while and rebuilt a collection. Um, and then eventually I was just like, like, what if I just give you $10 and I get to listen to music? And that's basically, and, and that's what I do. But again, I try to buy a record every now and then. Um, I had, uh, largely the same experience, but a, a some small differentiations. Uh, one of them was, I don't remember what this was called, but, uh, when I was still in the dorms, uh, there was, so everybody was getting, putting all their music into iTunes and that existed. And there was something that one of my friends sent me that would somehow let you download any song that anybody on your network mm-hmm. had in iTunes. Hmm. I it had it. Was, I mean, it would just access. It, it was probably some random software that accessed the local, the local yeah. network, and just pulled. Like clearly, this is not like at this point. I'm stealing from my neighbors, right? I don't. You're stealing know. from me. Well, steal from I, you, steal from me, and also really like, what does stealing mean when the person who is stolen from is not deprived a goddamn thing? Uh, but somehow that worked. I don't understand. I don't know that I ever had that, but we use local area network access, direct yeah. access to other, other computers. I got a lot of stuff with that. Um, then my, my final stuff, like this, and this would be late undergrad into law school. I got on some torrent trackers. And What's a torrent tracker? Uh, it shows you where to go find the torrents. And so okay. I started out on Demonoid, and that was that okay. was what was called an open tracker. But then I got some invites, and uh, I was on what.cd. And, okay, I remember that. And Oink for a while. And uh, everything that's ever existed was on there. But <laughs> I could never keep my... Uh, what the hell is it even called? Whatever your torrent rate where you have to upload equivalent mm-hmm. to you, what you download. I, it was all, it was always, yeah, it, I yeah. could never keep it going. And I could honestly, I several times sent messages to people and they like either gave me some of their additional <laughs> bandwidth or whatever. Because they were like, you're trying, it's fine, but I, it, it didn't last forever. And then eventually I came to the same thing. I was like, you know what sounds good? I'll just buy albums I like. And then, oh my God, there's a thing called Spotify or Apple Music. I'm just going to pay this, and I'm going to try to buy some records. And that's that's honestly a lot better. But Tough to argue with, right? But man... Out there in the, uh, out there in the fields hunting tracks, <laughs> hunting clean, lossless rips. Pat Polk, you know that Pat Polk's in the audiophile game? I, I hear that. I, he yeah, tells me about that he, sometimes. He's, he's a big digital guy. I, yeah. 
He's he's got me curious. I don't ever really dabble in that. You you got to get those uh, in ear monitors. I got pods on. I got AirPods. Oh. They're pretty good, but they're not in ear monitors. He's got a he's got like Let tube pants, man. He's got a it, tube preamp. Here's what's up. You saying that you have AirPods? You're canceled for two months. I, bro, he's he's going to be things. like, you, you need to rethink everything if you think that uh, those AirPods are anything equivalent to what I'm going to shove into your fucking ear canal. <laughs> you I think just... it's been deep? Put your put your ears to sleep. <laughs> okay, Bill. It's time for a final segment. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? I have two plugs. Hell yeah. Um, uh, plug one, very short. Uh, there is a new Jeff Rosenstock record. It's pretty good. Uh, How are you liking that record? Uh, I, I think I've listened to it maybe three times all the way through, and I dig it. When did it um, come out? Two weeks ago. Okay. September nice. 1st. Um, yeah, good record. Good stuff. This is um, very much, I mean, do you have five artists you like more than this at this point? This is one of your main guys. Uh, he's had a real strong last five years uh, for me, and then I got into a couple records from, like, I got into him in, like, 2018 mm-hmm. when Post came out. Uh, just randomly, and I was like, oh, this record's fucking awesome. And then I kind of worked backwards, and it's great. And so, yeah, we've seen him live a couple times. He's awesome. Um, yeah, worth a shot, though. Uh, but I don't know if I got – is he still in the top five? He's probably – yeah, it's probably fair for now, right? Not, Not all-timers, but present – present. Sure, yeah, yeah. Listening time, yeah, probably. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Uh, but then my real plug – Oh. Uh, and this can be a little weird for some people, maybe. I don't know. I'm comfortable, dude. Um, I got a pedicure last week. Uh-oh. Um, so Alyssa and I were supposed to go see Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. And we were uh, viciously canceled on by the boss. Sucks. Uh, so we, we had taken that Friday off. So I was like, well, why don't we do some stuff that you want to do? And at some point, that involved her floating the idea of us going for pedicures. To which I said, are you sure about that? <laughs> and I sort of wriggled. And I was like, no, I'm a, I'm a goddamn man. I'm going to put my foot down. So I sort of said, like, no a couple times. But, like, like anything, right? Like, it's all it's all a negotiation. So when she asked again, I was like, all right. Seems like Is she it, She this. cares about this. We, we better do this. So she called around for some appointments. Uh, which apparently is not like apparently you gotta like schedule a lot of the shit out sometimes. Uh, but we were able to get uh, an appointment at some local joint she's been to. Uh, gotta be honest, pretty pretty pleasant. Yeah, could have gone like another fifteen minutes. I think it wasn't like quite as amazing as I would expected, but uh, as like a thing, I don't know, man. Worth a shot. And what What do you like about it? What do you like about it? So they put your foot in uh, this weird blue water that I assume is just water. In the- and you, you got like a thing for blue water. Love blue water. It's my favorite of the waters. Um, and then they use one of those weird foot cheese grater things. And they just crush your foot. And you're like, how is this? Cheese grater on your foot is one of the things you like about it. Correct. It sounds Correct. very bad. 
I, I, all I'm doing, I'm, all I'm doing is, is trying to be honest while also advocating for a wonderful person. Are, are you like half an inch shorter than you used to be? Uh, about a quarter. Okay. Solid, solid, solid quarter. Uh, and then they like get all in there and they like clean up your cuticles. Apparently that's a thing that people do. Sounds good. Uh, and the whole time your foot's like in this cool little bubbling, you know, solution. But then you got like the massage chair and it's got the rollers going. I don't know, man. And then they massage your foot. And they like lotion your shit up, which I don't do ever. Um, so that was nice. Yeah. And then the lady, you know, kind of firmly, but is like, oh, you need to move your foot over here. I'm like, okay, okay. And you're like a little. That sounds like the best part to me. The lady yeah. yells at me, and I have to move my foot. <laughs> I think I think you'd really enjoy it. So I. It sounds really good. I, um, and, well, and here's the thing, right? So, and this is what I told Alyssa at the end. <clears throat> I know this was lovely. I, I don't know that I'm going to be back next week, but it was very mm-hmm. nice. I get it, right? And then I thought about like how much would a serve? How what would I expect that service to cost? It was like a half hour, let's say. And I'm like. Well, like, I'm like, it's gotta be like 60, 70 bucks, right? It's like someone all over your feet for like half an hour. It was $30. Oh, come on. <laughs> or no, it was $35. Sorry. I, great value. That's Terrific. Value. Good. Yeah. Just saying you could, you know, that's, it's two drinks out at a bar, right? For sure. Uh, or two like cocktails. Yeah. Maybe someone rub up on your foot for a half hour. And these are people who, See feet all the time. So even if like you're like, yo, my feet are a little jack. No, dude, they've seen jack. Oh my, yeah, they don't give a fucking shit yeah, about. Well, if you're if, just another, if you're foot only in the wall. casually concerned, you are an A plus to A minus. You're in that range. Just saying. Like the people who are like, oh, I guess, like then you should think about it. Th- this sounds fantastic. This sounds. I, I think if now for the listener, if you're listening to this. And you're like jacking off to the idea, Aaron Lauder. Don't go. That's not. It's not for you. But everybody else, this seems like a really good thing. You should. You should strongly consider doing this. Big recommendation. Big recommendation. Uh, Sauce talk approved. Bill, thank you so much for coming on the podcast this week. Thanks for having me, dude. This was great. I've had a wonderful time. Best wishes in the intervening days.